the 2022 AgriFutures Rural Women's Award national winner is Stephanie Cthulhu. This is a very special episode of Life on the Land, a Grazy Her podcast telling stories of women living in rural, remote and regional Australia, recorded at the 2022 AgriFutures Rural Women's Award Gala Celebrations at the Great Hall in Parliament House in Canberra. I'm Sky Manson, your host for this episode. Life on the Land was there for the announcement of the national winner and runner-up for the Rural Women's Award. This is an award that aims to celebrate and inspire the next generation of female leaders in rural and regional industries, businesses and communities. What happens is that one female from each state and territory is awarded a $15,000 Westpac Agribusiness Grant for their project, business or program. And tonight, we are here in Canberra for the culmination of it all, the unveiling of the winner and the runner-up. We were lucky enough to speak with the winner pretty much as soon as she stepped off stage. But before we hear from her, I think it is worth mentioning that although this night is about the winner and the runner-up, it's a night that brings together some of the most exciting, hard-working, clever, resourceful, kind, compassionate, experienced, brave and bold women working in and on the land. This event achieves what this award aims to do, to inspire the next generation of female leaders in rural and regional Australia. So let's hear from the winner herself. Steph, Trithui, congratulations. Thank you so much, Sky. Um, I know that, so we're sort of in the back rooms of the Great Hall in Parliament House and it's been back-to-back interviews for you since you've been um, awarded this, but I I just wanted to get a tiny insight into what it felt like for you and, yeah, if there was any element of shock or you're just on a on a roll. Yeah, to- total shock and, yeah, I I'm feel really emotional, to be honest. I, I didn't know how, I didn't think about winning, I just went with the flow and just to hear my name was incredibly surreal and I keep meeting these wonderful rural women who I've such as yourself who I've developed connections with online who I've never met in the flesh and to have them come up to me and to meet me and hug me it's just yeah feeling really emotional yes you were very emotional and your um, acceptance speech was very heartfelt what did you say I don't know you tell me I forgot (laughs) Um, I can't remember I mean I talked about you know it's been a really hard few months it's been the hardest few months of our lives together on, on the land and you know, it's very easy. Social media paints a very different picture of what's going on behind closed doors. But I've been pretty honest with the community that it's been a really rough few months. So to be all doled up here felt very odd to me. Um, And I have struggled with being here and how I felt about it. But now I know, you know, the outcome is is so humbling. And it's just made me, you know, more passionate knowing that I'm on the right track and and to represent rural mums and to keep helping them is, is really special. What is it that's made the last couple of months tricky and tough? I mean, seasonally, we've just had the most shocking winter we've ever had. Um, our beloved worker um, had a stroke. He was Sam's right-hand man. That's put a lot of pressure. Um, yeah, just a horrific season and just personally, you know, 
family and a whole heap of other pressures have have sort of yeah come upon us and and that's how it goes you kind of go through ups and the downs but um yeah it's been a really hard few months so yeah but this feels pretty nice to have something positive <laughs> and one of the wonderful things that you said was that you feel like you thanked your husband and um and also the community and agrifutures for um sort of waiting for you if you like and um until you found your fit and so tell me a little bit about that yeah, I mean, it's been an amazing three years, but I've been trying to find myself again. You know, becoming a mum, you lose a lot of yourself and your identity and that's without the extra pressures of, of living on the land, of dealing with the pressures of farming and, and having a partner, in my case, a husband who is working seven days a week a lot of the time and you're home with two young kids just trying to figure out who you are and what you want and, and I've really struggled and Motherland has as I said, saved me in a lot of ways. So I created something that I needed and in the process have created something that other rural mums have, have needed um, and that's special. So I feel like tonight is just this incredible validation that I feel like I'm finally a, a rural woman. I know that sounds so silly because it shouldn't take an award, but it's just validation that I'm doing something that means something and I am Steph. I'm not just you know, Sam's wife. I'm not a farmer's wife. I'm not just a mum. And I mean that respectfully, like I, I needed to find me um, because my mental health was on the decline and, and Motherland has helped me find me. So, What's this $20,000 grant going to go towards? It's going to be, yeah, the rocket fuel we need to do what we want to do. Um, it's going to go to a number of things. We're working on Motherland Village 2.0. So um, I guess growing and scaling the program, bringing in some other experts into it. Um, we're going to develop a bit of an ambassador program to try and um, unlock some job opportunities for rural women in Australia to actually join Motherland Village as a facilitator to, to grow and scale our offering. You know, I can only do so much. I've taken 91, month, 91 months through the program um, and I've, I've got Kate who's joined me recently in she's been trained as a facilitator but we need more so we can reach more rural mums so I'm really excited um, to grow it and see where this goes. In an AgriFutures Rural Women's Award sense what's been the best thing about it? The best part of it I think has been being forced to know exactly what you stand for and pitch it. Um, it's not until someone actually says which literally what happened in this process you've got 10 minutes as finalists to pitch to the panel um, that's a lot of pressure to sum up what you stand for to go for something like this and you want to get it right so it actually really pushed me to to get my strategy you know set in stone so to speak and things will change but it really yeah has made me realize how we're going to grow this and how it could work um, beyond just Steph because it's been a bit of a lonely journey up until this point. Have you surprised has it forced you to um, reach capabilities that you didn't know you had? Um, yeah, as a, as a mum and I had two under two while growing a business and a beef business with no family support, no village, I don't recommend. I give that one star. Um, yeah, it's not, yeah, as I said tonight, it's not the smartest thing I've ever done, but you know, when opportunity knocks, you know, you open the door and you, and you grab it with both hands. So yeah, um, no regrets, but you know, certainly has been a juggle. You've been a guest of ours on Life on the Land before. I'm sure um, at this moment in time, you absolutely cannot remember anything of that interview, but how do you think you've grown over this period of time? That's a really good question. Um, I think I've still got a lot of growing to do. Um, for us as a family, like that work-life balance is still pretty out of whack. So at times I have given you know so much to Motherland that it's taken away you know me looking after myself. And so this new strategy and building as a not-for-profit and bringing on a board of directors and actually 
having a proper business plan, not just running around like a headless chook trying to do everything myself has been really important. So I think I'm, I've grown strategically in knowing that. Um, not that I can't do it all, but I, I don't want to do it all. Um, I, I, I want the help and I need the help. And that's why I've got some people, you know, much smarter than me in certain areas of business that are now going to help me take it to the next level. So, um, yeah, I think I've grown a lot from a business sense. I was thinking about what questions to ask the winners and the runner-up and I was th- I was thinking about who might be in the room here today and I thought, oh, I wonder if the Prime Minister's going to be there. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> he, he wasn't there, but Minister, <laughs> Min- yes, Minister Wyatt was. Did you get the chance to talk to him? And if you had of, what would you have said to him? Um, look, to be honest, I don't care if you're a politician or, you know, a stay-at-home mum or an industry leader or who you are. Um, I I preach, you know, motherland to whoever will listen. So, you know, politically there's opportunities, I think. I, I said to the minister tonight that I'd be in touch to see, you know, what, what doors could open. It's not what you know, it's who you know. It just takes a conversation. You know, with Catherine Hospital, our, our partner came on board. Literally, I put a call out on social media. I said, I need to speak to someone who's high up in a maternity ward at a hospital in Australia that delivers rural babies. And the general manager of Catherine Hospital, who was a motherland listener, contacted me and and look what happened you know they're on board and same with our corporate partner Lawson Grain so um yeah I mean yeah as I said it doesn't matter who you are what you do if you've got some connection to rural Australia and some way to help then I'll be knocking on your door where are the kids tonight they're in Tassie with our beautiful Jenny who is at the local daycare centre who is looking after them. She's who we called at 1am when my waters broke with Evie because we had no family or no one else to, to look after Elliot. So, yeah, um, they're, they're good. I've been sent lots of pictures, but I'm looking forward to getting home to them tomorrow. I bet you are. Congratulations and thank you so much for speaking with us. Thank you, Sky. Applications for the 2023 AgriFutures Rural Women's Award are now open. In 2023, AgriFutures and the event's platinum sponsor, Westpac, will be offering up to $42,000 in grants and mentoring support for successful state and national finalists. Additionally, AgriFutures offers a Rural Women's Acceleration Grant designed to support seven Australian women with a learning and development bursary of $7,000 to enable them to bring their idea, cause or vision to life. Applications for both programs are now open until Wednesday 19th of October 2022. Northern Territory applications remain open until Friday the 17th of January 2023. For more information, visit agrifutures.com.au slash rwa. For those of you that don't know, Stephanie Trithui lives in Tasmania on a farm in Dunlauren. She's a podcaster and is the founder of Motherland Village, Australia's first online facilitated mothers group. And as she mentioned, part of her $20,000 grant will go towards a pilot program offering virtual postnatal support for patients in isolated communities. The runner-up for the Rural Women's Award was Kimberly Finesse from Bendigo in Victoria for her work in profiling rural women in business through her magazine Oak and her newly formed podcast Converting Written Stories into Podcast Episodes. Thanks for tuning in to this mini episode of Life on the Land, bringing you the coverage of the 2022 AgriFutures Rural Women's Award.